When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to back for episode 199 of Geekscape, your favorite movies, video games, and comic book news and reviews show where every uh, week, that's me, Jonathan London, over here on the left side, I get together with a guest to talk about news, reviews, and everything like geek-related. TV is in there. Uh, this week, uh, this is my buddy Jason. Now, Jason directed a... Uh, werewolf movie called Half Moon that comes out in March on DVD, and you're going to want to buy it, right? Yes. It's coming out on DVD. It's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, I think it's What's DVD, it coming out of? Blu-ray. Uh, iTunes. BLD, iTunes. It's on. Uh, you can pre-order it on uh, BreakingGlassPictures.com. Uh, you can pre-order it now on uh, Amazon.com as well. And it's called uh, Half Moon, and it's really funny how Jason and I met. We were on the red carpet of the AVNs. Footage to come. And uh, it's actually lamer than that, a lot lamer. Uh, here we are with all these like beautiful women, like you know, we're doing the red carpet. I'm interviewing all these beautiful women, and all of a sudden, this beautiful woman comes over and she goes, You know, he did a werewolf movie, and it, it I think it was like it, it was just short of me going, Get out of the way, beautiful woman. Like, like, I, like how geekscape is that? That this beautiful woman's like, you know, he uh, did a werewolf movie. Before she'd even finished the sentence, I'd like thrown her to the side and been like, I need to talk to you because you did a werewolf movie. Forget the gorgeous women everywhere. You, you there, sir. And you came over and you were enthusiastic. I was like, let's get you on the geekscape couch. Tell our audience what Half Moon is about because I watched the trailer and it sounds like a, a case of mistaken identity, a bit of a kidnapping it thing. Is, like, it uh, sounds like. It is about this prostitute who is kind of down on her luck she's trying to make money and um through just happenstance she gets a call yeah she gets i'm a sorry call. I'm yeah. well, 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 down on her luck yeah, yeah. she's a prostitute that, yeah. you know well, they're, they're the they can't all be julia roberts yeah you know they can yeah some of them you know, so instead of getting like out yeah so um she she gets a call and she goes to this guy's hotel room and he's like a nice guy he's really sweet and he's handsome and he's charming Richard Gere. Yeah, kind of Richard Gere-ish. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with this guy? This is the pr this is starting to sound like a pretty woman it's we want to hear. Woman, but then it turns. Okay, so she goes over to this place, right. and I saw the trailer. Like she goes, she gets the call, and she finds this bag, and you know there there's been a guy who's been going around killing prostitutes, so she's afraid that this is a guy. She's now, got yeah, what yeah, rope in there? Yeah, rape kit. He's got okay. fucking guns and ropes and. That's cocaine. not what a rape yeah, kit is. Know, well, whoa, 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 whoa! Brian Walton. Last week we found out your parents were. No, now no, no, we're no. finding out you know what a rape kit is. <laughs> like, come on, buddy, no, slow it, up. A rape kit. Is the, the fact that you're making they give a woman in the hospital. Oh. To well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Then okay. there are two different types of rape kits. Right now, <laughs> Brian Brian Walton is making Gilmore seem yeah. normal on the creep level. No. <laughs> you're scaring me here, buddy. No, I watch a lot of medical dramas. No, okay, right. okay. You're watching those shows. Okay. So well, basically, it was a, like anatomy. okay. Basically, it's like a like a murder kit, yeah. like a tool, like a tool kit that a murderer would use. Okay. I'm assuming that a murderer would have like duct tape. You're on probation. <laughs> and items to use to do bad things. Person, she finds it and she's afraid, so she knocks him out and ties him up. She calls her pimp. So there's like an hour time frame between when her pimp gets back to the hotel and the guy comes to and he's trying to explain to her 
that he's not a murderer, he's not a rapist, he's not a serial killer, he's actually a werewolf. And this is what his doctor prescribes, there's a whole pattern of what he has to take in order to get these treatments to make him human again. And if he does not get these tra- treatments by he the time... He has to start back at the right, beginning. by the time yeah. the moon turns full, he's going to turn. So And so so really the rope is there to tear him, to, yeah, to, to tie, like, tie, tie him down, him down, da, 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 da. down So it's mistaken identity right. and this and that. But you went about it a really smart way, Jason. Like, it, it's what, two, three actors, one location, yeah, it's, it's, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like that, you could maximize your, your yeah, money there. Yeah, I, I learned from the, uh, you know, the Robert Rodriguez School of Filmmaking. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know... Write, write scripts. All the scripts that I've written are also that I've had access to. Right. So I had access to the locations. I had access to, 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 the, to the actors. And we did a, a mass call for the lead actor and a mass call for the, the, uh, the female lead. Mm-hmm. And now, who is the female lead? The female yeah. lead is um, Avian Award winning you know, adult film superstar lead. Black. Oh, okay. That's why you are at the AVNs. Okay, now it's all starting. You guys are starting to get it all put together here. So Tori was actually the host of this year's AVNs. She's a two-time uh, performer of the year winner. I believe you guys are. You guys, they know. Yeah, they, they, sure. they know. I'm sure, if you, I'm sure you may have googled her they once know. or twice. They know. Uh, They're like, also, if that's going to be that kind of interview, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to settle myself but up. Not that type of movie, though. I mean, right. There are obviously like in every Is there a little movie, bit of nudity in it? Of course, there's some nudity in it. Okay, I mean, just and, trying to get them to download it. You know, there's, there's. Um, Shauna Lene, who is a penthouse pet runner-up of uh, the years in the film. Nikki Hunter, who is an amazing, you know, porn star in her, in her own right. Is in mm-hmm. it. Uh, Jack Lawrence, who's also another porn actor, is in it. So I like to mix it up having adult film actors and then having mainstream actors as well. Mm-hmm. On the mainstream side of things, it's got uh, Merrick Matucci. It's got uh, Tori D. Sutton, who I believe was in The Wire, I think. Um, I love that fucking couple, Wire, man. It's, it's a nice blend of, of adult actresses and actors and then mainstream actors it's an awesome horror. It's, it's a good you guys thriller. have to do it. When, when does it come out? It comes out March 1st. It's oh. March 1st. Um, like I said, you can pre-order it now on Amazon. You can pre-order it on... Uh, Sweet. I can download that instead of going to the Emerald City Comic Con. Well, there you go. Well, the week after that, we're going to... Uh, what are we going to? We're going South to South, South by Southwest. But that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, very happy. And the pre-orders are, like, coming yeah, along, right? coming along, definitely. I mean, it's a, it's, a great, it's a great popcorn film. Right. You gotta, if you like watching porn stars act, which I do, if you like watching you're the, the guy who doesn't fast forward yeah I'm not I'm like hmm mm. this person has some talent. how is she going to save the ranch yeah exactly. uh, how is she going to pay for that pizza hmm so. that plumber has gotten himself up above his head <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so I was very fortunate it's been just the first I have a, a mainstream company called Sunrise International Films mm-hmm. we've got about five films on cue that we're going into production and this is the so, first one, the first one let's see how it works shit man we yeah. love helping that out yeah, thank you Thank Jason, you. that's awesome. Oh, Jason yeah. Tuller, come on, guys! Like you guys have to go out there and help these people out, because I know there are a bunch of you out there who want to do your own thing and like get creative. And now we've got Jason over here doing it. You guys have to support this kind of filmmaking. Oh, we'll support you guys. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What do you think as an independent filmmaker of uh, Kevin Smith's uh, distribution diatribe from Sundance? You know this whole fourth walling thing where he's going to distribute his own Red State movie? I mean, I've I've not I've heard a little bit about it, but I'm assuming it's kind of the old way of doing it, which is you just go and buy out a theater mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do." The problem with that is, it's so hard to go and contact theater owners nowadays. Right. Everything's so corporate. I mean, I've I've worked with so many other filmmakers and got any had the same experience when I was going with this film. It's like 
you got to go through 13 loopholes just to get into contact with somebody who's even like, like well, can you, it's easier right. for Kevin Smith to do it. It's a lot right. more difficult to, I mean, Kevin Than Jason like, hey, Taller to do Smith, it. And I need your theater. And they're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, think about it. Are you going to take, how, how many prints are you going to make? You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the multiplex kind of ended all, that entire movement. Well, apparently you know I mean? AMC and Regal just announced on Friday that they are partying together for a distribution company for indies. But, well, that's the thing. Hopefully, it'll work out that way. You know, yeah. and 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 what is what is their definition of indies? That's the problem. I mean, right? Is it indies, just ten million and under? Yeah, exactly. They're they're indies that have like you know, Gerard Depardieu, or or is it an indie like, with like Adrian Brody in it? Right. I think they're targeting um, indies that like Miramax or or. Uh, the studio purchasers wouldn't overlook. Okay, well, right. hopefully, I, I, I mean, think I'm, they're looking to people who like can't even get into festivals. You know, you know, I mean, AMC. What they got to do if they're serious about this, they they got to get this titty movie, this yeah, Half Moon. Yeah, they Half they Half Moon. That's and I'm 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 so '80s baby, old school. Like I like action. I like horror. You know, uh, no matter what language you speak, a fist a fist in the face is universal. Mm-hmm. Some boobs in your face is universal. So those are the indie stuff I like to watch. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like a good old, you know, dry, you know, European old school. We got to introduce him to Logan Crow down in, in Long Beach. You guys remember, if you're a longtime listener, Logan Crow who does a lot of the cult cinema and stuff like that. He uh, introduced me to this movie called Black Devil Doll. Yeah, oh, Black Devil Black Doll Black is Doll. fucking crazy, it's right? Fucking Let me. Have you seen Black Devil I like Doll? That I love. Let me um, tell you what Long happened. Let me tell you what happened with this Black Devil Doll. I was at this dude's house uh, Wednesday night. I went to this dude's house. He was on the show, Frank Epolito. He's the makeup effects guy. He's currently on Sci-Fi Channel's, uh, um, what is it, Face Off? You know the competition? Yeah, that's a great show. So Frank, you guys remember him from the show back in October. He's on this show. I'm not going to spoil it. He may or may not still be on the show. But he was having everybody over every Wednesday to watch the show with him. So I go over to his place. And I'm talking to this girl um, afterwards. We're, we're hanging out. I'm talking to a group of people. And this girl says, oh, yeah, I'm an actress. I was only in one movie. And I was like, oh, cool. She's like, you hadn't heard of it. It's like kind of a grindhouse sort of thing. And, you know, it's a killer doll movie. And I go, it's Black Devil Doll. <laughs> and she goes, you've seen Black Devil Doll? Yes. And, she, and she goes, yeah, I was the lead. I was a little heavier then. I was like, I've seen your giant milk yeah. titties all over the screen. Like, I, I've seen the Black Devil Doll. I work she theater. flipped. Yeah. Up in Seattle, you Yeah, the Grand Illusion with? Cinema, we, it was, it's an independent art house theater. Mm-hmm. It was. It's all volunteer staff, and I was projectionist there. Oh, and we wow. showed it. I've Ooh. seen that Black Ooh. Devil doll, and this girl Heather was so nice about it. She was so, you know, she was self-conscious yeah. and this and that. She wants to keep acting, but the Black Devil doll is great. And guys, that's the kind of stuff we have support here on Geekscape. You know, I'm working on Gay by Dawn the feature. We're going to be doing these these kind of grindhouse movies. We need your support, and that's kind of what we built Geekscape for: is to celebrate stuff that we all know about, and then to find those little niche things that we can celebrate ourselves. Let me segue into a movie that. Uh, I told uh, Magnet Films. Magnet Films has helped us out so much. Uh, in Magnolia Pictures, these guys, Magnolia, Magnet, Magnet's the distributor, right? And they've they've gotten us like Neil Marshall. They've gotten us all these cool people to interview on the show. But uh, they put out this movie from this guy. It's called Monsters, and it had uh, a theatrical release back in the spring here in the U. Or back in the fall here in the U.S. And now it's on Blu-ray and DVD. And they mailed it to me like two, three weeks ago, and I finally got a chance to watch it. It's great. And it's like it was like five hundred thousand dollars. And what this guy Gareth Edward did, this British guy, he went down to South America and he shot a bunch of like plate shots and, and you know a little bit of a thin narrative with two actors. And it's about 
you know, like, like uh, the U.S. sends a probe into space, and it crash lands back down to Earth, but it has, like, these little alien things on it. Flash forward in Mexico is basically like, an, like, a, like a zone quarantine. of... It's quarantined, right. And it's got these monsters living in it. And this wealthy guy has hired this photographer who's in South America to transport his daughter back to the States. Mm-hmm. And they have to go through this... Quarantine zone of like these giant monsters are walking around eating people and like snatching, snatching up people up and like crazy. flipping cars and stuff like that. But the movie is not all action. It's a pretty contemplative movie about really like what is our role on this planet as the dominant species and what happened if that was flipped on its head. The connection between you know what I mean? People, what they're going through as they're trying to get to that position. I mean, that's, that's the parallel between you know my film and this film as well. It's like it's two people stuck in a room together in a situation. Do, yeah, how how are we? What is the parallel between what we're right. going through and what him and his and, his, and the girl are going through? So yeah, I'm, it was a great movie. I like this. Movie. I yeah, Monsters was awesome. You saw this in the theater. Yeah. I wanted I to see it in the theater. Well. You you saw it in the theater, and then we're we're mum about it. You didn't tell me nothing, and then all of a sudden on the forums this week, Satori, who's our Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, we call him our Canadian. Uh, yeah, well, that, we have lots of Canadians. Satori's our Canadian, uh, but. He started talking about it, and I was like, okay, we got to talk about this. If the, the audience all started getting excited about monsters, and i got to tell you, Gareth is a legit uh, talent. He hung out with the directors of People vs. George Lucas, that, uh, that a movie I'm in, and they were at a film festival, and I said, how's this guy Gareth Edwards? Because I hadn't seen this movie yet, and they said he was just such a nice guy. And you know what? Our Comic-Con neighbors in uh, Legendary Pictures have given him the Godzilla movie. Okay, cool. Like, he's doing, this dude is doing the next Godzilla movie. Okay, so you guys both liked it. I did I like monsters. Liked elements of it. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, on the other side though, there are times where I'm just like. He only liked the part where the Mexicans died. No, this guy right here. No me gusta. No, that's not true. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like with everything going around, they're very unreactionary characters. Nothing was affecting them. They were like shell shocked from the get go. Yeah, look at this shit. There's aliens walking around. I found it very hard to actually relate to them. See what caused the shell shock? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I found it very hard to relate and empathize with them because I don't know what put her in this environment state. Right, right, right. It's it's very, and I hate to use the term, but it's very like M Night Shyamalan-ish, where you don't really see the monsters. It's just kind of when you do, though, you love it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and it's. And to have a movie that's, and I go through the same thing with my film. We call it Monsters. You're assuming it's going to be like, we need to make a sequel to this. Uh, Gareth, we're going to call you, uh, we need to make a sequel to this um, we, for like $50. And it's going to start Walton. And it's going to be called Walton Shits His Pants at Every Turn. And it's just going to be you going, ah! ah! <laughs> it's going to be monsters everywhere, which will really just be Gilmore wearing a mask running around. Which Never show the monsters, just show me shitty. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> No, they, uh, I mean, really, like, with monsters like this, what the fuck are you going to do? You pull out just me riding the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Tower of Terror. Uh, um, with terrorists. You can, it's a beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This right. dude it's shot it himself. Shot. Yeah. Two-man crew. But you can you can tell it's it's a first feature. Yeah. It, but it's a beautiful first he, feature. He's, he's smart about how he spends his time, right? I mean, he yeah, spends yeah, his yeah, time, people looking, people mm-hmm. sleeping. They sleep a lot. Like you know, like this stuff happens. But you know what? Like it's a journey movie. In true first filmmaker form. You I mean he he did a great job. He did a great job. It's just 
Not I'm down with it. Hey, he got him Godzilla. Got him Godzilla. Yeah. If he can up his action quotient a little bit, right? I, I'm in. Well, he, he might have the budget to do I it. I will then. totally watch. Koshiro. I gotta tell you, after I make, after I make Gabe by Dawn, when they give me that Punisher movie, people are gonna be like, "Wow, yeah. now yeah. he can make some action." Yeah, because when somebody says Gabe by Dawn. Let's Who's see what this guy. Punisher? Hey, no, no. The, you know what's gonna happen? Lionsgate's gonna be like, "Fuck, we got a week left on that Punisher. Let's just grab somebody. Just grab somebody. We, we don't want that shit to expire." Like, yeah, um, that guy. Yeah, we we saw you talk at a film festival. What's his buddy's name? Uh, microchip. Microchip. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- there's me. You, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Awesome. I, I hate to tell you, Ben Dunn. I, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. Ben if Dunn. You cast me like a week you, later. Ben Dunn would be on Facebook. Come on. Fat guy. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Ben Dunn does kind of say that. Yeah, no, listen, I was heartbroken when they they changed the whole Punisher thing and made Micro the bad guy. I was like, really? It's just yeah. come on, Micro sells him out. Yeah, he um, would never do that. He would totally never do that. Yeah, never. He's the homie. Well, I mean, you're, a you're not going to sell it to somebody who could kill your ass. Well, he, wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't sell him out to a supervillain. He would trick him into a therapist visit. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Microchip yeah, yeah, yeah. would like lead him into a trap. Like, there's a therapist. <laughs> Microchip's like on Google trying to it's figure out therapy. He's getting his own degree. Microchip should be getting his own degree on Google and be like, okay, how do I help this dude out? Like, loss in the stages of, you know, I like how there's like probably like twelve stages of like grief. The pun- <laughs> the, the Punishers is one. It's just kill, <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Sad kill. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about uh, superhero movies. Um, Iron Man 3, you guys know that Jon Favreau said, I'm going to move on, I'm not going to do Iron Man 3. But now we're hearing that Shane Black, who directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, is thinking about writing and directing it. I think this dude's a talent. He's mm-hmm. currently writing the Death Note ad- adaptation for Warner Brothers, and that's the the, the manga. Yeah, but what do you think about this, uh, Shane Black? Did you see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I did see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I actually enjoyed it. And he um, has an experience with Robert Downey Jr., so I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Exactly. And, that's, and that's the biggest thing. It's trying to right. find somebody who's worked with Robert Downey, from my from my in my impression. Yeah. That you know can kind of continuously move that train in the in the same direction. And he's got his trust. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's got Robert Downey's trust. That's a good fit. I think that would work. Um, did you see the X-Men First Class trailer that I came did. out this past week? <laughs> now, the X-Men First Class trailer came out. What do you think about this? Because people were pretty skeptical going in. And are you still skeptical? You know, like, what do you think? I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a good, you know, a good addition to the franchise. And I think... It's like a going, reset. I think going this route as opposed to doing one movie just about Magneto or one movie just about, you know... Like they were going to do. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Better, better fitting. No, this felt... It felt not, like... It didn't freak me out. I, you know, I, I gotta tell you, like, Belasco looked badass, like, doing his own Nightcrawler yeah. jumping around. Like, the White Queen looked cool. Yeah, the Magneto, like, the Eric Charles stuff looked mm-hmm. cool. The, I mean, it was, it, it's, and it still felt like Brian Singer's X Men franchise, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vaughn, I think, is doing a good job. And, uh, get to see a little beast kick ass. I'm down with it. You know what I mean? Everything got so Wolverine centric yeah, yeah. that by the third movie, they couldn't identify, even identify, like, that. Really, it was kind of Scott's story, yeah. and it, like yeah, Scott was never was leader of the X Men. <laughs> you know, it was like, um, let's just kill Scott. It's like, oh yeah, because his the love of his life isn't the problem here. I you know what I mean? Of, of that was a vindictive X-Men. killing, though. That yeah. was ordered by Fox. I know, I know. This this just seemed. I love it that Fox puts hits out on yeah, like, characters. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I know. Everybody says that, like Joe Roth supposedly killed off Cyclops when you know James, whatever James, what's his name, the actor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he joined the Superman franchise, but I'm down with this. Like, it sounds like the people are starting to get their heads on straight, and making good movies. Uh, Ryan Gosling, who was 
Uh, I guess he's never been in a superhero movie, but man, he would have, you know, I'd like to see him in something. Is going to be like the lead in Logan's Run? Mm-hmm. This is news I'm getting off Geekscape. Sandman. Oh. He's going to be the Sandman in Logan's Run, um, which is cool. Um, I'm, I don't know too much about Logan's Run, the thing except about the original. Logan's Run is, of all the movie franchises that have ever, like, had such potential to be great, mm-hmm. the movie is just weak. Is it? it it's yeah. very tired. Um, well, we befriended Bill Nolan at ZombieCon last yeah, year. Yeah, and he the, the author of the of the book. Yeah, the book, and he complains about the adaptation. Right. He hates it, mm-hmm. uh, and he thinks it's weak. Uh, I'm curious to find out if Bill Nolan is involved in this remake and if it's going to be closer to the book, right. because the book has a lot of uh, great ideas, um, and the idea, uh, I mean. There's a lot of potential there. I mean, you get killed when you're, you know, when you're 30. Yeah. Like, uh, and you... you it's like Menudo. That. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, they should just do a Menudo film. You know, don't you get beat, booted out of Menudo when you turn 15? Right. <laughs> you remember Menudo? That his, like, don't you get booted... You get, like, booted out of Menudo when you're 15. They should just do, a, like, with this Bieber thing... If they should just do, drop, yeah. They should do a Logan's Run ball. Yeah, the ball drops this year. Yeah, it was like, oh shit! I should not say that. They were totally this year, the ball drops. They should totally. They were totally. The ball Bieber drops. Holy shit! And like, Ricky Martin's the one who got out and was like, oh. "You must run." <laughs> you know, like, ah, oh, they will be coming for you. <laughs> Let me see your pubes. And really, like, Ricky Martin's just like molesting kids. Um. Geekscape, how do you like being on Geekscape, Jason? Love it. <laughs> they need to give you this uh, Werewolf by Night uh, over at Marvel. Like oh. you're already doing a werewolf movie, yeah. so they Go need to. Marvel. I'll take you know what you gotta do? You gotta. You know what you gotta do with this Half Moon? You gotta trick all these Twilight fans into like watching it. No, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm a, cut a new trailer. <laughs> Team yeah. Hooker. Oh, nice. Yes. What do you think about that? Yeah, redo the uh, the box poster art, so it's got like the werewolf and the guy. And he's got like abs and shit. Ab, yeah, he's got a, he's got abs. <laughs> and yeah. have Tory Bark, uh, Tory Black, Tory Black, sparkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need to do something. What do you think? And guy with abs. I'm yeah. All right. All right. I mean, hey man, we'll give that one away. Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard, who you're gonna see in Drive Angry 3D coming up. I think she's so hot. She is hot. She's very hot. I, uh, she's also in uh, the uh, the 80s movie, the uh, Take Me Home Yeah, she's Home. also in Take Me Home Tonight. You're going to see her uh, possibly as Red Sonia in Simon West's adaptation. We just reviewed a Simon West movie, and I gave it a positive review. But yeah, really uh, Red Sonia. Nobody is, like, in all that news about Red Sonia, everybody's talking about Simon West like he's never done anything. Oh, Simon West yeah. has done a lot of and shit. But that's what's great. They is, are. Yeah. yeah, he's done so much, but yet in everything, uh, everything about the film... Uh, the producer was like, "This guy Simon West. He's a British director. Yeah, and never heard of him. About a BBC show that he did. Yeah, and then everybody's like, well, "What producer was? That? Is he the same Simon West? I, that's a good question because at this point, everybody's talking so, about what Simon yeah. West is. But Simon West. I mean, is he uh, big movies? So. He did huge movies. Is, is Con the, Air is the guy who did Con Air. Is he British? No, Simon West. I think is as American as yeah, you get. So it might be. It might be a different West dude. He's talking about as a British guy. Could you imagine? Simon West, you should change your name. Yeah, you definitely need to change <laughs> your name. West you should change it yeah. to Simon East. Yes, because right. Because if you're from Britain, right? There you go. Yeah. You're R East. But I'm 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 excited about that as well. Uh, you watch Smallville? You know, I was a huge Smallville fan, but I missed last season. So you know how Lex Luthor's not yeah, in it anymore. So he, it's a, he's supposedly returning for the finale, as he should, like the series finale. Is he finally Superman now? Uh, I, what's going on with Smallville, Walton? You watch Smallville religiously still? I do, I do. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen Friday's episode yet, uh, but it's on my DVR at home. 
It he's almost there. Okay. Uh, he's got the costume, but he doesn't wear it yet. His mom is. I don't want to put this on. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put he this on. Think he's worthy of it yet. Oh, is that it? Okay, I get it. He that. doesn't think he's ready because he even knows <laughs> he should be able to fly. I don't want to put this on, mom. His cousin can fly, and and he never he he can't do it. He's really and it's really self conscious about right. it. And it's like he's like, I can't wear this yet. Yeah, I'm not there. I can't be uh, wearing but the suit, the outfit, and then I'm taking the bus. They're building it up dynamically. Everything's happening really well. Mm-hmm. They uh, they just brought back Chloe, and they're putting all the pieces in place to just give it a nice, good send off. Give it some good closure. Good. I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good ending. Um, okay. There are a couple loose pieces. ends. There are yeah, there are a couple storylines that they started at the beginning of the season that I'm not sure if they're going to be able to Hard wrap time up. up or... But, uh, you know, it's not going to be lost. No, it's not going to be lost. Okay. There are okay. Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos. The Smallville Renaissance. <laughs> you want Clark walks into a diner and just sits down. <laughs> started about two years ago. <laughs> two and a half years ago, uh, Smallville started getting better. Again. Right, right. Last yeah, season, yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen yeah. it. Uh, last season's a shit. Last season is great. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Last it started like, finding the yeah. stride. And this season's really good, too. The only couple weak points are some guest stars. And other than that, it's been really on the mark. Okay. All right. Well, when it's all collected, I'll yeah. I'll start watching this. Um, we also posted that Charlie's Charlie's Theron is probably going to join Prometheus. That's Ridley Scott's. Like it used to be the Alien prequel, but they got so far into the script, they said, you know what? Let's make this our its own thing. Mm-hmm. And so now this movie so Prometheus. Not do it at all no, there's like there's like he's he's described it as as like alien DNA is still in the movie, but it's its own thing now. Something that's been said. Michael Fassbender's also like in a it. Prequel to a yeah. prequel? Well, nobody yeah. can confirm this, but it's like a sidestep or something. It's in the same universe. It's in the same universe. People yeah, are saying that. See, people are saying that, but it's it's not confirmed. But right. like something came out that stuff he wrote that is definitely from the Alien franchise, like power loaders and things you yeah. saw in yeah. the Alien right. movies. That's you're going to see in this right. movie. I see those at Home Depot now, though. <laughs> <laughs> like I see those at home. Like. Like <laughs> you tested out on that thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, like I tried to get some like like we're redoing the backyard. I was trying to get some like you know pallets of grass on. It's just really yeah. awkward when I'm walking through Home Depot and I just hear a, a stock boy yelling me, "Get away from her, bitch!" Yeah, get away from. Yeah, exactly. I mean that happens. I didn't deserve that. What? Yeah, right. What's that? I, I was pretty uh, proud of a, a joke that I, I put out on Twitter last night. It was that the they had announced the director. I didn't even know the guy, but the director of the fifth Die Hard movie, uh-huh. and I joked that the fifth Die Hard movie should be entitled Die Already, <laughs> because like yeah. Uh, and, and that's why I'm kind of happy about this Prometheus thing because they're getting away from the Alien franchise. Like it's like okay, just like do do something fresh. That, that franchise has been hit did, did way you too many times. Who the diehard villain is supposedly <laughs> in the script? Yeah. It's a a third brother. Uh, it's a third get brother. out. It's another German. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That'll work. Yeah, That'll work. It, awesome. It's another one. This time should just be Hitler's to... brain in something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it worked for a Bionic Commando video game, so like, why not? Nice. It works for Savage Dragon. Let's just do that. I just that. really wish Alan Rickman would come back and he's playing the twin. Yeah, that would. Be, you, know what? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Chayun Fat did it, so like, yeah, hey, yeah. if Chayun Fat did it, which he did uh, in Better Tomorrow too, like, where's Chayun Fat? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Blame yourselves. Yes. You ran Chayun Fat away. Uh, um. So guys, uh, you know what's funny? I, I love the Geekscapist so much, and I'm always happy for the Geekscapist whenever something cool happens. Let me tell you what happened this week. Um, Gilmore IM'd me with a link to a Reddit uh, 
page and what happened on this reddit was it was front page news they had voted up by like thousands of people had voted up this reddit story from a craigslist ad where someone had posted on craigslist you can hire me to do almost anything for money it sounded like he was financially desperate he wanted he had worked as a, this individual had worked as a copywriter and now had posted like for five dollars i'll do these ridiculous things and copyright for X amount of minutes. For $10, I'll do these ridiculous things and then copyright for X amount of minutes. And it went up to like $100,000. I'll do these ridiculous things and copyright for like a couple of days, a couple of months, whatever it was. But there were things, ridiculous things listed in there like I'll beat up somebody girlier than me or I'll go to a public place and attempt to fly for 30 minutes. You know, like, like, like some public humiliation stuff in there, right? And I looked at the name on this and Gilmore's like, look at the name of who it was. And it was a geekscapist by the name of Travis Broyles. And I was like, this can't be the same guy. Wow. So I'm friends with this kid on Facebook. I go to his Facebook. All his friends are like, this is crazy that this is happening. I guess by this point. This thing was on the front page of Reddit. Local radio stations had started to call him. He started to get interviewed about copywriting gigs. I called Travis earlier today to be like, hey man, let's get you on Geekscape to talk about this. And Travis was so into it. Let me um, let me call Travis right now and throw him up on the... If you can get through. If I can get through. A lot of people. I mean, people are calling Travis like left and right. But let, let me call Travis Broyles. I wonder if anybody called like with a job offer not copywriting. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you, you say you can beat up a chick. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-wife won't shut the fuck up. And uh, you, you think you can beat up this ex-wife, Mom? Just walk up to her and be like... <laughs> Let me see if I can get this thing. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. But, uh, yeah, this was insane. It's the same... I, I was like, that cannot be a geese. No geekscape is, is that, that funny and that intuitive. I, I'm kidding. Uh, but it was like all personality stuff. It was really funny to read. At least none of the ones that actually write. What's that? <laughs> no Geekscape is that funny or that intuitive. At least the ones that write for the site. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Whitney Whitney Siebold. Oh, Whitney Siebold. He has I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting Travis's uh I'm trying to getting Travis's voicemail. Let, let me see if I can. Out there working sometimes. Yeah, he's out there. I mean, I talked to him today. He's getting like people want him to write theme songs. He doesn't know shit about writing theme songs. Like he he's like How difficult he's to write like a theme song? But yeah, but he doesn't write music. Like, so so I'm hooking him up with uh yeah, I'm hooking him up with our buddy Scott Kloppenstein to write his music. You know, it's like that's what we do on Geekscape. Let me see if I can get Travis. It's ringing. It's, it's ringing. They started going away slowly. First, they took away the lyrics. Hey, Travis, this is Jonathan. Like uh, we're we're, we're taping Geekscape. Can I throw you on? Yeah. All right, here we go. Here, hold on. Let me see. How, how does that sound, Walton? Go ahead and talk, Travis. Hey, uh, Travis, so explain to us. I've already explained to the Geekscapist what happened to you with this whole Craigslist thing. Um, what, what, what are you doing? Walton's over here, like, like fake yelling at me. Okay, okay. Is it too loud? Okay, 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 that's fine, that's fine. So, Travis, uh, what happened uh, after you posted the Craigslist thing and it went to the front page of Reddit? Theme songs? Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. One of the things was, I'm going to write you a theme song. One of the things that you did offer was a theme song. That's right. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm happy to offer people theme songs. However, I have no musical ability. I've never, I've never learned an instrument. I, I can't sing to save my life. So... Uh, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a real problem. Travis, really, theme songs come down to one thing, okay? 
Which is better in your opinion? Which is which is better in your opinion, theme song-wise? The theme song to Gummy Bears or the theme song to DuckTales, both written by the same artist? But which is stronger? DuckTales. DuckTales. Duck du yeah, DuckTales. DuckTales. I think, you're, I think you're qualified. I think you're qualified. Now, now, Walton is saying gummy bears, but that is why he didn't write a genius Craigslist post that got him all this work. Okay, now he's he's gonna sing gummy bears. Okay. Everywhere, high adventure that's beyond compare. Travis, you know his sentiments only lie in the fact that he resembles a gummy bear. <laughs> hey, he put himself out there. Uh, in, in that that um, that I'm an, a dickhead like Uncle Scrooge. Um, so so listen, um, some of this work you're getting some copywriting work. Some people are offering you copywriting work based on this hilarious Craigslist. Yeah, most of it was uh, you know copywriters sympathizing with me. I had, I had people email me from you know the the Mac commercials, just going, "Hey man, wish I could help." And I'm going, "Yeah, you definitely can help." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hire my ass. And, and, and but some were some of these offers like serious? Did you have you gotten a job out of this whole thing? You were interviewed on like public radio, correct? Listen, the world is my oyster. I have about three very different jobs to choose from. I continue, continue being a copywriter. Um, I've gotten an offer to be a tour guide in South America. Um, That's like monsters. Just job offers. Yeah, it's craziness. So especially, I can't imagine. Yeah, I got interviewed for all things considered. So I can't imagine what's going to happen after that. I'm, I'm really excited. Good. That, that is, and, and, and why did you write the thing in the first place, Travis? Uh, I, I woke up. I had a voicemail um, from my mother saying, hey, I got a, I got a letter in the mail. Your, your license uh, has been suspended for failure to pay a ticket. Oh, uh, and you're just, broke as a, you're just broke as a joke, right? You were just totally no, broke. Yeah. Several emails sitting in my inbox that morning about uh, you know overdraft alerts and um, you know that that one sandwich too many for me it just didn't work out right for me. It now cost me twenty five dollars. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean immediately I, I I kind of was like, okay, I'm not leaving bed until I do something about this. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And, and, and I mean, it was almost a silly idea to go on Craigslist and, and post up this silly list of thing of ridiculous things that you do for different price amounts. But like, it worked. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but who would have thought that? I mean, I really, I wrote it in an hour and a half. It, that's my first draft. I didn't edit it. I didn't, I didn't touch it. I just kind of threw it up there, thinking, okay, well, even if I don't make money, I made my friends laugh, and that'll keep me happy for today. You know, nice. it, was, it wasn't like. A, Oh, I'm a, I'm a genius. All I have to do is put myself out there and people are going to respond. I really had no idea that, that people would... Yeah, I mean that, that, that is what hookers do. You know that, right? Uh, our, our guest Jason Toller said that's what hookers do. They they put themselves out there looking for a response and they get hired. You're copywriters. We get it. You are a hustler. It's You're a hustler. You're a hustler. Any, anybody who's ever worked in an ad agency. How is yeah. like me trying to fly in a public place for an hour any more, more or less desperate than someone working a 9-to-5 job doing right. paperwork? I would love 
Oh, or someone dressed up as Batman and they were that, that's not a, that's not a problem for me. Like a guy flipping a sign. Yeah, a guy, fli a guy flipping a sign. I, I saw this this dude in Venice this morning, like dressed as the, the Statue of Liberty, trying to hand out pa pamphlets and shit like that. Listen, let's get down to what we really want to know. Uh, has anybody asked you to do any of the gay shit? Oh, the, the, one of the first requests I got was a man wanted me to chop his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and wait, at what price? At what yeah, price yeah. level? Well, it's Craigslist. It's still Craigslist. Somewhere between a thousand and a hundred thousand, and I responded more towards a million. Wow. Oh, oh, he negotiated. Travis, <laughs> Travis you are a true hustler. You yes. negotiated the I price of the chop cut. Gilmore cock. wrote at the bottom of that email that that was private. Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> now, now, do you think you might still have a? a uh, right now, Brian Walton is putting himself out there. He'll chop the cock off if you don't. Yeah. You know what? You know what? He's got to let us film it. You know what? We will. Travis, I'll, I'll, we'll take the damn chop cock. Yeah, uh, for the cop chop, like the Geekscape exclusive. I mean, I mean, if you don't mind throwing a couple of nickels our way. We'll use a little guillotine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll make a little guillotine for it. The whole thing. That that is insane. Do a countdown. It'd be great. Was the guy was? Well, well, and now, now you just get a finder's fee. <laughs> Travis, was he serious? Uh, you know, he hasn't gone back to me. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> he was. He, he maybe he wasn't a million dollars serious. He was a hundred thousand right. dollars serious. Right, exactly. Dude, you can buy a 3ds. <laughs> that's how I think. I'm like, I'm like, man, that's a lot of 3ds. Yeah, yeah, but I'm done to tons of that. Hey, hey, have you thought about maybe? Passing along some of those job offers. Yeah, yeah. man. Hey, if you get if you get you if you get inundated stuff you don't want, just pass it on to us. I mean, we'll do the gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> sure. Well, what's awesome about Travis is Travis is actually a big, real big fish fan, and he's getting all these theme song requests. And I said, hey, man, you like I sent an email between him and Travis and Scott Cloffenside and said, like, work together to get this shit done. You know what I mean? And uh, and I, I didn't even know you were that big of a real big fish fan when I offered it. Like chopping a cock off? <laughs> like when your girlfriend left you for another girl? Yeah. Yeah. Got the dork? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. That, just playing that on repeat helped me out so much. So, no, that it's insane. That, that might be the best thing that's happened so far. Oh, I, that means a lot to me, Travis. Well, well, Travis, listen, man, we're we're really happy for you. We're like, come by the website sometime. Let us know like what's going on with you. And uh, and hey, man, keep. Keep going for creative, crazy shit, man, because that's a, that, that's how you get loud in this world. I'm, I'm definitely trying. Seriously, I, if after this interview with NPR comes out, I'm probably going to need some help. So if you guys want to take any of the weight off and anybody out there wants to eat a ball of boogers or chop some dick off, you know, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, yeah, I think we can do that. I'll make some uh, calls for you. Yeah. I own a cleaver. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was going to do the booger part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Travis, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah. Bye, man.
That's awesome. How fucking crazy Yo, is I that? I got this Ferrari. How did you get that? Chop this guy's cock off. <laughs> how, how crazy is that, Jason? Dude, oh, I, I, that's like the opening to rent. I got paid. No, no, I, I want to be. I want to be dead serious here. Look at any other fucking podcast or community on the internet, like made up of like geeks and, and people who like maybe in high school, middle school, just didn't quite make it there. I'm one of them. Like, dude, we have a fucking awesome community. Even Satori in Canada. Like, we have an awesome community. Like, this website and this community is all you guys making of it what you guys want to make of it. You know, Bibiani now is like, he's got a, a job writing. He started as a writer for us. Like, Brian Walton was basically a transient, moved down here from, like, Seattle, like, last summer. And now he's one of our main editors. He's on there busting ass every time. Now I'm getting emails from people about, do you want to come cover this party in Beverly Yeah, yeah. Hills? Do you want to come to the Playboy Mansion? And, and like, like yeah. Walton's going to be walking around with Gilmore at the Playboy Mansion. Hey, $50 to cut off this cock. <laughs> Oh, Gilmore wasn't supposed to know? I mean, guys, this really is what you make of it. And, like, that, that, that's what's so cool about the community like this. So, uh, Travis Broyles, you are a fucking hero, man. This is a 20-year-old kid who'd been laid off for a year from his copywriting job and now was, like... Well, the thing about copywriting, in if you've ever worked in an ad agency or everything, it's the most competitive job I've ever oh, seen Oh, I watch Mad Men. Yeah, I watch Mad Men. And then... The stunts these guys pull just to get their portfolios in front of creative directors, like they'll pretend to be Chinese delivery guys, yeah. and their portfolio will be in the food. The food. Get the fuck out of here! For real? No, this is all real. Like the the stunts they pull, they'll show up in like full Barney costumes mm -hmm. and say they're singing Telegram for the right. creative director. You know what? It's Valentine's this week. I got to tell you, like the first Valentine's I ever had with Laura, my, my now wife. Um, you were you were dressed up as a Barney. Let me tell you what I did. I I I had just gotten like fired as a courier, and I still had like my uniform, like my outfit and stuff like that, my khakis, my polo shirt. I put on a fake mustache and a like a plain ball cap and put it down like as low as I could. And Laura, and well, well, Laura's co <laughs> Laura's coworkers are who introduced me uh. to her. Right? They introduced us. Laura's coworkers. So she worked with Beverly Hilton in like their offices. Right, so you had to go through secretary, security, all this stuff to go there. And I was dressed as a delivery guy, and I dressed myself as a delivery guy. I had a fake like you know pad. I had this big bouquet of flowers, and uh, and I showed up, and I, and I just be, I kept going delivery, please delivery, Miss Mrs. Laura Schwan. That was her last name at the time. It's now mine. Awesome. I yeah, I'm like the fucking Borg. Uh, and I was like, I was like delivery, and I kept going past like security, secretaries. A whole row of people who knew me because they introduced me to her, and I was dressed like a fucking, you know, Laura Swan, please. I finally got to her secretary and was like, delivery for Laura, and from her office, I just hear this, Jonathan, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> like she, she recognized my stupid ass accent, <laughs> and she walked out, and I was like, hello, my love. <laughs> and I gave her this bouquet, and she loved it because it, you know, it was funny, and the whole office was like, oh my god, that's Jonathan. We should have known you'd be stupid enough to do something like that. And uh, and I duped all of them, but she ended up with the and dupe. Now we know how to get our scripts in front of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you want uh, to get that date, if you want that date to go further into into just a full blown marriage, like that, you gotta you gotta do fucking gaggy shit so like that. What was the mustache? Was it like a full Fu Manchu? No, no, no. It was like a straight up. It had to be. His, yeah, it was like the a Burt Reynolds. Yeah. It was all itchy and shit. I bet by the, it was like sliding off by the time. It was Did like, you leave from there and go apply to be a state trooper? I looked like a damn leper, probably. But <laughs> 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 
Well, uh, well, I mean, Jason, like, this is our community, man. This is, this is your first time on Geekscape, but, like, your community is we got to fucking, you're one of us, Just man. Never, never give up. There's more of a story between you and my man from Craig. Travis, yeah. Never give up. You wanted to make this movie. Yeah. You had to raise the money. You had to pull all this I shit together. All. What a hustle was, that is. And I was, we had producers come on. I was, I've been doing the ground like I was working for the people. Mm-hmm. I was in the adult industry doing things. I was like, you know, I'm not really happy doing what I'm doing. You don't, I mean, you want, you, you appreciate the yeah, adult I, inter- I, I entertainment industry, like, but like, you don't want to be a porn director. I remember what it was, like, reading through scripts and be like, this sucks, this sucks, ah, oh, this, yeah. this is horrible, ah, oh, they're paying me to like, do this other shit, like, it's fucking hate. Is, is the other shit like this? <laughs> like the other shit is the other shit like uh, are you hard Some yet yeah. cause you know we're friends with Evan Stone yeah, and those guys those like great guys uh, I was like you know what I, I thought I'd do music videos okay music video director and they kept sending me all of these porn girls and I was like yo like why are you like send me dancers send me right, right, right 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 so I would like for every do you ever casting couch I didn't I never casting couch I was so professional back then. I was like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like, Look at my I, I, I feel like my ability to cast in cast yeah, is way so behind like, me. No, this started as a casting. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. Oh, don't sit there. Don't sit there. That's what that's saying. Hold on. His like, mic is getting crazy. You know how every porno has like a red couch and these guys have a red couch? Notice that? Yeah. Only, only the nerds showed up. And yeah. Like, ah, damn it. We I need to get these girls. So, I mean, so long story short, it was just like one of those I, I cast a couple girls in, in music videos this is back when I was in Chicago and uh, he said well, if you ever in LA give us a call we'll come hang out I'm like yeah, yeah whatever so I like, threw a number in a bag someplace and I right. came out to LA um, yeah, I, was, I was working at Warner Brothers and I was going to the grind and I was like man, I need to get some more money and this girl was like I got a website now you have a camera you can shoot for me I'll pay you to shoot like yeah. fuck yeah so I was like right. doing her editing <laughs> is that all it takes is yeah. having a camera you yeah. gotta do this you gotta do it. yeah I mean you gotta do this I have a flip she, she, wanted, she wanted a guy who could, who could shoot and edit and wasn't trying to fuck her. Right. Like, all right, cool. That's me. So right. she was paying me to shoot off her website stuff. And then eventually all of her friends were trying Who to was fuck it? her. Cannot miss no, 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 don't mention, but, 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 but did anybody try and bang you? Did yes, you yeah, people were trying to bang you, right? You got banged. Guy, I got banged because I was that guy who was there. Walton, well, you gotta do this, well, man. You now. gotta do this. Alex so, said the same thing. So disappointed in you. One person, yep. And then yeah. her friends, she started telling her friends in the industry about. Mm-hmm. Dude, my first roommate killed me on ever wanting to work. With yeah, he roomed to the porn star. Oh, it, it's just yeah. like some some experiences are really really bad and some are really really good. Yeah. So, so then I, got, then I got a contract and I was yeah. a contract guy and I directed and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take all this porno money that I'm making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it into doing films. A movie I can show my parents. Exactly. Well, you know, at least show somebody else who's not. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. So, but and it was, you know, it was it was, a, it was a great experience for me. The adult industry people, they're great people one on one, but then you go to a place. What like, do you mean by that? Like, he's talking like he's talking about another race. Like he's talking like he goes. Awesome. <laughs> when you meet these people one on one, they're really nice individuals. They're sweet. They they're good. And then you go to like their expo, and you're just kind of like it's overload. You're an undated. Yeah, yeah, it's overload. Well, you know, you know. It's like being a how do you how do you think like, a normal person feels at Comic Con though? You know what yeah, I mean? Like exactly. you understand? You know, like, like yeah. Like, wow, like this isn't holy an shit. Act or this is so much. Laura came to Comic Con once, and she's like, I've been there. You know, it's a lot. Like it's it's a lot. Um, let's talk about comics real quick. Let's talk about uh, that new game, Arkham City. I gotta, I love that fucking Arkham yeah. Arkham Asylum Arkham game. Awesome, uh, the new game is coming out later this year. We're thinking the fall, mm-hmm. but Batman Arkham City is going to be a comic book starting in May. It's a six issue comic 
with five page interstitials between each comic online and it's written by Paul Dini who wrote the game Arkham and DC City. announced that so it's not Gotham City, it's Arkham. Arkham City like like they made it like it's, it's, like a part of the city is now the prison R. and R. Two Face is running around well, there <laughs> no no not R. Kelly uh, Kiss from a Rose what the fuck yeah uh, no, R. Seal R. Kelly, R. Kelly oh R. Kelly did do yeah. the music Gotham City it rains all the time here yeah. He's urinating on Catwoman awesome. um, I am down with Batman Arkham City I'm looking forward to it And you know what With Paul Dini's writing it And it's in that universe Ooh, Nice I gotta fucking get this comic um, On the flip side Marvel I guess this came from you Walton I guess uh, we got this guy Gangster Nerd on our website Who's submitting like crazy fucking news yeah, He's great, a good guy great, Gangster great guy. Nerd you're the shit. He's finding a lot of great news. He put this uh, this story up here that Marvel, I guess, an editorial like edict, edict is that they're going to kill a major character every quarter just for sales. Yeah. I can't say no. how much I disagree with that I'm right now. Kill Wolverine. Some good writers. Kill Wolverine. Kill Wol- yeah, I mean, no, they did. I know. They, 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 they sent him to hell. They took the him out. They fucking, you know, killed everybody in his family. They, they made a movie that killed him. Yeah. They made a movie that killed how cool he was. Yeah. The thing is, if you look at Marvel, they they have been doing that for like the last year. They're just now just being blatantly right. open about it. Yeah, no, you're right. Because yeah. right now, I mean, the death of Spider-Man is starting. In the Ultimate books. Right. That's an Ultimate book. And this Johnny Storm thing that we talked about a week or two ago. Well, with, Marvel with executive doesn't... This Johnny like Storm stuff was awful. He's like, oh, we've got books. Kill, kill somebody. Kill somebody. Yo, I tweeted some shit out that uh, Marvel editor uh, Tom Brevort retweeted. And, it, and like I got so many retweets from this. I was just joking around on Twitter and I put... This summer, Marvel will sell kids a toy shield and a toy hammer, while DC will sell kids a ring and say, uh, just use your imagination. <laughs> and, and, and I thought it was funny, but in Tom Brevoort, uh, Marvel thought it was funny, so he retweeted it. And all of a sudden, all these fucking nerds came out with like, oh, God forbid we use our imaginations. <laughs> What's wrong with using our imaginations? The writers use their imaginations. And like Kurt Busiek, who I respect so much, was like, you know, I made a, a Thor hammer out of my imagination when like, I took my, my dad's hammer that my dad gave me and I used, like, I put lightning bolts on it and I made it. And I retweeted, like, I wrote back to Kurt and I was like, yeah, but you didn't pay 10 bucks for it, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's what the problem with 140, the point. 140 characters is, like, you don't pay 10 bucks for a ring to use your imagination. Like, I, and so I was like, Kurt. You, you you didn't use you didn't pay for it to do that like mm-hmm. like you made a hammer and Kurt was like eh, it's true like and I was like man I'm really retweet like I'm having a conversation with Kurt Busiek this <laughs> nice. is fucking awesome Sweet. Kurt you're awesome and then I said wait a minute and, and like I guess his dad took the hammer back after he had like abused it and the and the mom was like no you gave the hammer to Kurt as a kid he was like you gave it and so I wrote I wrote Kurt Busiek and I said wait a minute Odin gave Thor the hammer and then took it back you're the Odin son <laughs> yeah. and he started laughing and I was like. Man, Twitter's fucking crazy. <laughs> Twitter is crazy. It's a, it's a great equalizer. Yeah. Like you, Jerry Ryan, like like loves us because we put her in an article. Like she was like Geekscape.net. Like we this Jerry is crazy. And I like Jerry. She is an excellent actress, and I'm looking forward to her coming back as uh, Sonya Blade in, in the Mortal Kombat web series. Yeah. That tweet and is awesome. Warner Brothers that was an awesome. Isn't awesome, it cool? Yeah. You know, I love Mike. Shout out to Michael. He's great. The, the, hey, Michael. My wife loves you, and you know it because she went up to you and said that. <laughs> uh, the pressure, uh, 
just to talk about this, uh, Warner Brothers is really looking at this as a basis for a new model. Yeah, take it seriously. It, take, they are. That's, all, that's we what's is, great. all we as geeks ask is take, take it fucking, fucking seriously. Man. Warner Brothers is like, if this works, we might do more of these, collect them, and release them as many films on DVD, but this will be the initial launching pad. Yeah. We'll make our money back on the advertising. Yeah. And so it, it's really important that it does well. I'm looking forward I'm down to with it. it. And them saying Michael J. White and uh, Jerry Ryan, that is them taking it seriously. Yeah. They are not yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, not at all. And and I mean those guys are amazing. And I mean Michael just as a fighter as an, as, a, as a person is great. And in the franchise, like I said they just take it seriously. Don't don't water it down and make it a PG thirteen thing. Right, 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 right. Toys out of it. And, don't Uwe ball it. Yeah, even though we like Uwe ball. We are all adults now. Right. So we were playing this when we were kids. And that's really understand? that's really what Marvel was doing yeah. with their movies and yeah. like just take it from there. Like the vid- video games can be treated right. Right. With Mortal Kombat, I think the reason we're so open to this is cuz it has been run into the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. think yeah. people are open to this. Oh, when I do my Punisher patient. movie, it's going to be you'll see. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing a Spider-Man movie. So I want to do a so Punisher movie. That news happened this week too. Give me, um, give me one thing one thing that's been an adaptation that really worked was Walking Dead. Oh, you know, I'm boy. not. I mean, the the TV series, man. I love the first mm-hmm. couple parts of that TV series. I didn't like the you know the last three episodes or whatever. But you know what? High quality, amazing acting, writing was pretty good for the most part. Now McFarlane Toys is doing Walking Dead action figures okay, cool. based on the comic. Cool. Yeah, so like we have that up on the site right now. Like there's a Michonne com like the character. Man, Todd I'm down with it. If he sees me making money on geeks. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I created. But he does. His, his company makes amazing figures, though. So I mean, the only figures, in my opinion, that are, that are really well now are like the new Hasbro figures, where yeah. like, all the points are movable. Yeah. Mark McFarlane because it's the artistic level. Well, he totally uh, McFarlane toys reinvigorated toys. Right. I mean, uh, right. People went back. They took them to a new we're level. Making, we're making crap. Right. Right. Yeah. And not, not, yeah. What's What's cool is is he was talking earlier today. I was listening to a show that he was on and. They were like kind of like ribbing him about having bought those steroid balls in baseball. He bought like the Mark McGuire balls and stuff like that. And he goes, he goes, I wanted to get into toys. He goes, I was into toys with the Spawn franchise and people were giving me the comic book franchises. I wanted to get into sports toys like the upper deck stuff mm-hmm. and starting lineup stuff. And he goes, nobody would take my phone call. And when I finally bought those McGuire Sammy Sosa balls, even though they ended up being steroid balls later and not worth like the millions he paid for them, he said, it got me in that room. Yep. And the money that I've made off of the toy lines for sports since, he said, I spent on those baseballs what companies are spending on Super Bowl ads. But 10 years later, you're not talking about the Super Bowl ad. Yep. He goes, you're st- still talking about the fact that I bought those baseballs. Yep. He goes, this is, he goes, it was one of the best business decisions I ever made. He because it got him, he, he, yeah. says, he, says, yeah. he says, it got me in the room to get those sport franchises. And right there, I've got a John Stockton yep. that McFarlane Toys made. How old was right he when there. he read The Art of War? <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I, I have respect for him as yeah. a business as a business guy. I mean, you look back at the, that uh, you know that run on Spider Man, and yeah, everybody looks kind of like a downy, but you know, whatever. I was there when he <laughs> gave Stanley his star. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We we had that footage on the website. <laughs> Gilmore looks psychotic, <laughs> but he's very intelligent. Um, well, speaking of Walking Dead, ZombieCon, we we uh, we're doing ZombieCon again this this uh, Halloween. Month. We're not doing it the weekend of Halloween. We're actually going to do it the weekend before, I think. Uh, the weekend before Halloween, the 22nd, up in Seattle, 
We're, ha we're starting to announce guests to ZombieCon. This is ZombieCon number two, ZombieCon 2011. Our first big guest, Tom Savini. Nice. Who did a fucking makeup nice. on all of the de dead movies. Like, Tom Savini's the shit, and uh, I'm really excited. You know he started out as a Vietnam uh, like yeah. medic, right? It's insane. So now he's all into gore and, and he's doing that. I mean, guys, he did the stuff. Friday the Thirteenth. He did the he did the the Talk stuff there. Some personal yeah, and what is that? I'm, I'm thinking my next film might be a zombie film. It is uh, ZombieCon is the weekend before Halloween this coming 2011. Uh, and, and our buddy uh, our our buddy is is coming back. Stephen Lindsay, one of the Geekscapists. Um, video games, real quick. Speaking of the dead, it sounds like Activision is putting the hatchet to the Guitar Hero franchise. Is that Activision? That's active. Uh, no more Guitar Hero. Like it's it was mm. too expensive to produce. You know, you got to have yeah. the toy guitar. You got to do all the stuff like the music licensing rights. Music licensing rights. Guitar Hero. And I guess the fad's music, gone. Like, how many guitar songs are there that you can actually use for the game? Right. You know? Well, they never did a lot of Stan Bush. You know, who wrote the Touch? I mean, they didn't I do a whole always, lot of that. Yeah. I always thought they they Stan the, the Bush. Answer, I'm just writing they that. They wanted to continue making it was. Let's look at indie artists. Let's actually indie artists. Just, yeah, let's do a Guitar Hero indie. Find a bunch of bands that are cheap. But who's gonna buy all that shit? Who's gonna buy that shit? You're talking about five downloads. No. You know what I mean? Like, like who's gonna buy those tracks? Mm -hmm. The band's ten fans. Does that make sense? So you're doing going through a lot of work to do yeah. the programming, but you're only selling ten of them. Well, I'm not saying that should be the whole game. Like, get artists that came up through the indie. Who have any cred but do have a big following now? Like an Arcade Fire or some yeah, shit like that. And there are others. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, but, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The fact that I stopped listening to music ten years ago <laughs> it is not a mark <laughs> against your your opinion. I actually think what you're saying is sounds good. I just don't know shit. I mean, they can make <laughs> those games cheaper. They just don't right. try. No. I mean, that's Activision's answer. It's like throw money at, throw money at, throw money at. This isn't working. Right. Cut it off. Yeah. Not think about a new approach. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be their problem. Also, with their problem with their developers, this month's Game Informer, there's an open letter from the editor in chief to Activision calling them on their shit lately with their developers. Oh, really? Basically saying, we're tired of you bullying your developers and then just cutting them off. Mm -hmm. You're turning into EA, and we hated EA. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? And EA at least shaped up. I don't know they, any of this. This is a, this is crazy. EA now has good relationships with their developers. Mm -hmm. They completely approached it differently. And now Activ Activision is uh, looking like shit. Well, it's funny because that's how Activision got started. A bunch of guys were getting treated like shit as developers. Never like, soft. Yeah. It, 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 like, it was fuck you guys. You're treating yeah. us like shit. We're doing all the work. We're going to start our own fucking company. Mm -hmm. So they're they're going around full circle yeah. doing the exact same thing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like Norman Osborn's kid becoming the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was awesome. Nothing says Geekscape like a metaphor made with, it's like Norman Osborn's kid becoming the Green Goblin. Uh, speaking of comic books and video games, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 comes out this week. I'm not a big fight fan, fighting game fan, but you know, Gilmore's talked so much shit on the forums about how great he is at this game. Would like to see somebody wipe the fucking map with him. Mm -hmm. Supposedly Josh Jackson, Jackson, one of our writers, you know Joshua Jackson? Yeah. Um, he has not a, Pacey. Not Pacey. I that's what I call yeah. him. He, he has a, a copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Special Edition and I've asked him to review it. So maybe that review's up, maybe it's not. I want to see but, Chung Lee and uh, Electra go at it. That's all I want. Or X-23 and shit like that. I don't like my women with claws. <laughs> I don't like my women with crazy-ass claws. But I, I, but I, I would, <laughs> would want to play as Modoc. 
I just, want, I just want to play with Modok. I want Modok to go up against like that little girl in the robot thing from that Capcom game. No. I or, wish there was a way to work out Marvel versus DC as a fighting game, no. but it'll never happen. No, that would be fun though. No, it would be really fun. Um, we didn't talk about it yet. Uh, Spider-Man's new costume. Oh we, yeah, we, we got we got two minutes. Spider-Man. You know that Johnny Storm died in the Fantastic Four books. Uh, and now there's only three remaining Fantastic Four members, but they had the whole family of like geniuses, like Franklin Richards and all these little kids were running around the Baxter Building, and they're turning it into the future, uh, for the future future foundation. Foundation. So it's still FF. So it's so it's still a Fantastic Four, still FF, but it's Future Foundation. They added Spider-Man, who's a scientist in his now own how right. How are you gonna get the four off the top of the building? The four? The four will have to get off the building. Like, at the top yeah. of the Baxter building, there's a giant four. It's hey, like Fang, get up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's like the least, that's probably the easiest problem they're going to overcome. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, now Jonathan Hickman, starting with FF number one, is going to start writing Future Foundation. And Spider-Man's got a new costume. I'm down with it. Mm. It does look it, a lot like Anti-Venom. It looks exactly like Anti-Venom. And what I would love to see, what I would absolutely love to see is, <clears throat> I'd like to find out him die once a quarter. for a ride, and that's Eddie Brock. Well, Eddie, I would love, there's a new Venom. Right, the yeah. new Venom is yeah. Flash Thompson. Okay, but, I didn't know that. But Eddie... Eddie Spoilers! Well, but, Eddie, I, but I thought it was, because yeah. I was like, ah, oh, it's probably going to be Flash is in a wheelchair, okay. I did uh, think it was Flash Thompson. Well, Marvel in their press releases... Stop ruining that shit! Marvel, st- cut, shut the fuck up with their press releases. <laughs> Let the readers... Fu- I didn't know that was... I, I thought it was going to be Flash Thompson. I didn't know it until you opened your yeah. fat mouth. Let me read it on the stands. The new Venom is a Black Ops book. <sighs> oh, yeah, because he's a... Uh, okay, yeah. guys, listen. If I keep going, we're going to start spoiling shit for you. So I want to say, listen, thanks to Jason Tuller. Check out Half Moon on the Boom. 1st of March when that thing hits DVD, Blu-ray, iTunes. Mm. Pre-order it right yeah. now. Go on Amazon and do all that is stuff. Is it going to be on demand? Uh, on demand as well. So check it out on Amazon. Half Moon. It's got titties. It's got werewolves. It's got hookers. It's got... Suspense. Yeah. It's got directing by Jason Tuller. I'm in it. You're in it. It's got it's got token black guy slash director. It's got Tory Black. Right, Tory Black. Um, that's what you want to do. You also want to go to Geekscape.net. You can buy a shirt. You can hang out with the rest of you. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Twitter Twitter on there Whatever you guys want to do This is Really Geekscape is what you guys have made it So thank you guys so much for being a part of it You on Twitter? Over yeah. four years um, in I'm on Twitter I'm, The movie's on Twitter Half Moon Movie At Twitter Half Moon Facebook Jason Toller Facebook T-O-L-A-R And then on Twitter what's your handle? It's a T-Real T-Real T-W-E underscore R-W-E-L That's it I gotta go sign up as T-Fake Nice <laughs> Well I'm Jonathan London on Twitter He's B2Walton and uh, yeah, it doesn't get any more real than Geekscape, does it? Right. Hope you had fun, man. I did. This is awesome. Catch you all later. Get that fucking thumb shark out of here. It, it moonwalked. Oh, it did. <laughs> the, the thumb shark oh. moonwalked. Oh, oh, oh that's Neil. <laughs>